under that number one, the beaming of your searchlight is physical attraction. Physical attraction. So it's not just the fear of God alone. Physical attraction is very important. Go for somebody you are attracted to. I mean, if you go for somebody you are not attracted to, you sentence yourself to a lifetime of affliction because you are constantly looking out for the person you are attracted to who is not your spouse. So there is a tendency of going into adultery, offending God, delaying yourself, causing crisis in the marriage, and all kind of issues will crop up just because you married somebody you are not attracted to. So attraction is very important. Nobody should come around and say things like, I, I wouldn't have married this girl, if not because that God said so. God cannot lead you into confusion. God will not force you to marry somebody you loathe, somebody you hate, somebody you dislike. God doesn't do that. The only thing that can happen is, oh, okay, so you have a, an, an, uh, you have an intuition that this person is going to be my spouse, but you don't like the person because you don't know the person yet. But over time, as you come to know the person, then you now appreciate and love the person. But to go and marry somebody you hate, don't do it. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Do you know why you shouldn't do it? Because sometimes in marriage, your spouse will do some things that will lead to temporary irritation and hatred. It's temporary. It's a twist. It's, it's almost a contradiction of life that the one you love most is often the one you are irritated with most or you dislike most. The one you love most is the one that hurts you most. Because we put our expectation in our spouse. We are in our expectation should be from God. We put pressure on our spouse. The pressure should be on God because you will never be able to change your spouse. Never. Don't even, attempt, don't even waste your time. Change, I, I'm on a mission to change my spouse. You'll never be able to. Have you changed yourself? You have not even been able to change yourself. You want to change another person. Like some people will say, I know he's a bad guy, but... I, I work on him. Oh, you won't be able to do that. Are you still with me? So physical attraction is extremely important. You don't want to spend the next 50 years married to somebody you don't appreciate, somebody you are not proud of because of money or because of some other factors. You don't want to do that. You want to marry somebody that at least excites you. I'm not saying that in marriage, times will come that feelings will disappear. Oh, that happens a lot. If you're married for a few months, you know that sometimes you wake up, no feelings for your spouse. Now, it's almost impossible for singles to believe that, but that's the reality. I mean, when you are single, your feelings are on overdrive. Overdrive. When you get married, sometimes the feelings are not there, but the commitment is there. So, physical attraction if you like somebody who is tall marry somebody tall if you like somebody who is short marry somebody who is i mean whatever you want is available what's the point of getting married and a week after you're already looking at another person because inside your brain the person you want to marry is a melanie pumpy darky complexion but you ended up with a very light complexion on your book so one week after you are tired, and you're already looking outside. Hey, marry the person you love. Now, I'm not saying sometimes what you have in your mind cannot be bent. Because again, 
the sovereignty of God is dependent upon all this. Are you following me? For example, growing up, for no reason, for no reason, I don't know whether I have some of you, I just decided that the person I want to marry should be extremely light in complexion. Where I got it from, I don't know. I don't have an idea. But that was what I made up my mind of. And the person I was going to marry, my wife, far away where she was, she also has a desire to marry a white man. White man. Because of their, my wife said, because of their mannerisms, opening the door for, you know, all those Oimbo kind of stuff. And God answered her prayer. Because I'm white inside. Glory to God. God has a way of answering your prayers in a humorous way. Somebody said, if you are opening a car door for a woman in Nigeria, it's either the car is new or the wife is new. One of the two. You don't want your wife to bang your car. <laughs> are you following me? So I, I wanted light and complexion, very light. My wife is light, but not this kind of light. I've seen light. Where I got it from, I don't know. So, but that was not what happened, and I'm good with it. I, I'm not interested in any yellow whites. I'm not interested. But I'm saying that was the desire I grew up with. So sometimes your desire, eh, because God's will has to be done at the end of the day. Are you following me? But it's not like you, uh, the, the, the person you like or the kind of features you like is now extremely directly opposite that person. So you now meet this person. Now, if it's God, you will get to actually like that person, despite that that's not what you wanted. But after meeting the person six months, one year, you are still struggling. Every time you are with him, you say, what happened? Nothing. Don't marry that kind of a person. You are going to be fighting and regretting all the days of your life. Because even the one you wanted, as in the specs are complete, the ifs, the lips, the tips, the statistics, the six-pack, Everything is there. You still end up getting irritated. So how much more is the person you don't want? Because a lot of things, look, singles, listen to me. A lot of things happen in marriage that you have no idea of. All you are thinking of is, oh, marriage. And we just get married and we're just looking at our eyes together. Everything is just romantic. And, you know, I'm just walking around the passage and it sweeps me off the floor. Plant a kiss on my lips and say, oh, there. Hey, wake up. You've not even thought that one day baby will come and you'll be cleaning poo-poo. You didn't, you didn't include that in your dream, in your fantasy island. You didn't include the part that one day washing machine spoiled and your husband said, wash these boxers for me. Or your wife says, my hand is paining me, help me to wash this. You did not include all that part. The times you wanted to do your WhatsApp and do something, and your wife say, and your husband say, I need to eat, I need to eat. Ah, sorry, can we just take biscuit? Ask, bis, 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 what? I want a mala. All of those things happen. So there are pressures, there are sacrifices that are involved in marriage. Are you following me? 
Because all we are thinking is just the romance, the chocolate, the flowers, the poems. And single brothers are very good when they are courting the sisters. They do all of those things, flowers and poems and cakes. And see, it's so romantic, oh God. Until marriage, until wedding rather. After the wedding, somehow the person just loses the skill. The poet in him dies. The flowers, he doesn't know where to sell them again. The cards, gone. The gentle voice, gone. Because they are precious now. There is 600 case coffees to be paid next week. And you are asking for chocolate. It's not time for chocolate. <laughs> are you following me here? So those are the dynamics that are involved. So when you are married to somebody that you are physically attracted to, to a little extent, it helps. Please, when you are really feeling bad and your wife passes before you and it's something you like, the, the features are what you like and you want to see, it can help a lot. Married men, am I saying the right thing? It can help. Are you following me here? If you are the kind of person that you cannot cope with, a spouse who is extremely quiet and does not talk, don't go and marry a man that prizes his silence and his solitude. 